Thank you for joining us for episode 424 of Live Happy Now. We are now officially in the middle of summer, and that means it's time to take it a little bit easier and take time for ourselves. I'm your host, Paula Phelps, and this week I'm joined by Live Happy's own social media and marketing manager, Casey Johnson. We decided this would be a great time to look back at some of our favorite episodes that give us great advice for how to have a happier summer. Each week, our guests offer us practices and insights that improve our well-being, and so this week, Casey's here to help me revisit a few of our faves and tell us why they're perfect for teaching us to make the most of this summer. Let's have a listen. Casey, thanks for sitting down with me today. Thanks for having me. Well, as I just told the listeners, we this came about because we were talking about some of the great topics that we want to talk about for summer. We like to take kind of a lighter approach because we feel yeah, it's summer. Nobody wants to be like in school right now. Yeah, it's time to be light and happy. Uh, yeah, but as you and I talked about it, it really became apparent that there are a lot of great topics we've visited in the past that were really relevant to things that are going on now. And so, so we decided we're going to sit down and talk about it. Let's do it. All right. So we started talking, we decided that we were going to talk about like five things that can help you have a happier summer. We went back, we looked at our favorite episodes from the last few years and kind of dug deep into the files of Live Happy Now and came up with some of our favorites. And one of mine, and I got to start it out, is unplugging from social media. We did this in season seven. Jesse Kanzer talked about the importance of, you know, stopping your thumb and just being able to unplug and get away from social media. And I thought, you know, especially during summertime, I see a lot of people who are spending a lot of time online, you know, making sure that the selfies get out there and we know what they're doing. But this is such a great time to step away from that and really focus on what you're doing. So so what's your take on that? Yeah, I absolutely agree. I, I'm guilty of getting caught in the scroll, especially on Instagram. It's, it's hard to resist, but like, I mean, some things that I do just to kind of balance it out as I've started setting a screen time reminder on my phone. So when I hit my daily limit, it helps kind of keep me in check. And I I, love that. Yeah. My screen time was actually down 22% last week. So it's definitely working for me. Do you find that that changes the way that you feel about what's going on around you? 100%. Like, for example, I went to the lake last weekend with my family. And normally I have my phone out taking videos and pictures, but I didn't pull my phone out once. And I had the best time. I feel like I really got a chance to disconnect and I just felt more in tune with myself. That makes sense because we had friends over last weekend. We're in the pool and I'm like, oh my gosh, these would be great photos. And it's like, but I was having fun. I didn't want to stop and go get my phone. And, you know, afterwards I didn't feel I missed anything because I didn't share that experience on social media. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. That's it. That's cool. And we should let the listeners know that we're going to give links to all these episodes so they can go back and get the full benefit of what we're talking about. But you had an interesting one. And I know this is a topic that's near and dear to your heart and you love the guest of this podcast. So talk about what your top thing was. Yeah. So this episode is also from season seven. It's called Learning to Be a Kind Traveler with Jessica Blotter. I love Jessica. I love everything they're doing over at Kind Traveler. So just to kind of give you guys just the full details, their whole thing is helping travelers make a lasting impact on the communities they visit. 
So they do this through like thoughtfully partnering and curating kind hotels in different areas. So I think they're in like California, Oregon, Florida, the Caribbean, Costa Rica, just to name a few. And basically these hotels, they, they prioritize commitments to advance sustainability, support animal rescues and individual wellness. And I just, I love it. And 100% of those donations go to charity. And I mean, I could go on and on and on about this. I just, I love everything that they're doing and what they stand for. I think that it's so timely because we are looking at vacations and, you know, at Live Happy, we have done a lot of writing and a lot of podcasts about the value of travel, how it changes your mind, how it makes you grateful. There's so many benefits of travel. And what I love about what Jessica is doing is you're adding another component of altruism that also is good for your brain. It, It helps you, gives you an emotional benefit as well as helping others and you get all the benefits of travel. Exactly. It's a win-win. You're getting away on a beautiful vacation, but you're also making an impact on those communities that you're visiting. Yeah. I think what they're doing is just really exceptional. And I think once you tune into that, I I honestly think it changes the way that you start looking at travel because you do want to give back and you do see like I have more opportunities to, to do something for others. Yeah. And it just makes you feel even more grateful for what you already have. That is true. Yeah, so that's my favorite episode, Paula. My next thing is, and this is something we all want to do, need to do, sometimes have problems doing, and that is we're going way back, Deep Files, season four, uh, and that's to turn off your job. We did an episode with Brian E. Robinson, and he has a book out about this, and it's really about getting away from your job, unplugging from work, reminding yourself to not take those emails, not take those calls when it's, you know, after hours and really being able to give that time to yourself. And I think that gets hard during the wintertime, during the fall, I feel, because we're like we're more inside and, and we feel more tied to our computers. But I think right now that's especially important to remember, like we need to be able to turn off from our jobs and really enjoy what's going on this summer. You know, we had a couple of summers where we couldn't do much. <laughs> we, were, we were hostages in our homes. And I think we really need to be able to take this time to shut things down and, and just put the work aside and go out and be present and enjoy the time that, that we are having. And that is something I tend to have a difficult time with is finding it, maintaining that healthy work-life balance. Sometimes it's easier said than done, but there's, there's little things you can do that, that add up over time and you'll you'll end up creating that healthy work-life balance. At least that's how I see it. Yeah, and it's interesting because a couple of weeks ago, we had Dr. Greg Hammer on the podcast and he talked about creating a life-work balance. And I thought that was interesting because he said yeah. that is very intentional that I do it in that order. And he was saying, you have to put your life in balance first and work needs to come second. And we've gotten so far away from that. And it's hard to remember because there's, I think you have managers, you have have leaders who are, they know intrinsically, yeah, I need to let them get away, but eh, it's 5.30 on a Saturday. Are you sure you can't jump on a call? You know, yeah. it's, and so it, I, I think it does take a lot to have to define your own boundaries and be able to keep those. 100%. You, you said it, boundaries, yeah. honoring those boundaries for sure. Yeah. And so when you are 
ignoring work, not ignore when you're setting those boundaries and you're taking care of yourself. One way to do it is get out in nature. And that was your, like, I know that's a big, big one for you. So why don't you talk about the episode that you really loved? Yeah. Yeah. I've any chance to talk about nature. I'll take it. This one is Embracing the Power of Nature with Laura Allen and Courtney Krim. I believe they're out in San Antonio, Texas at Trinity University. So their whole thing, they talk about how research suggests that we should spend up to 120 minutes per week, so two hours in nature, to have those significant benefits for our mental health. And it doesn't sound like a lot, but it kind of goes back to that work-life balance. Sometimes it's it's easy just to, you know, oh, I'm too tired from work. I'm just going to kick up my feet on the couch. But what I really like about this episode is they they give you insight and, and little tips on how to get that, how to get the power of nature, I guess, and can break it up into like short periods of time. So like going for a walk after work, Instead of kicking up your feet on the couch, which don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with doing that. Having a picnic or something. I personally like to sit outside in my backyard. I live in the in the city, so I, it's hard for me to get that, you know, the greenery. So I have like a little herb garden. So it kind of tricks my mind into thinking I am outside in this forest. So that's what kind of works for me. And I just, I loved this episode because it resonated with me on a personal level. Yeah. And one thing that I really loved about the episode is they have so much science behind the why of what they're doing. Yes. Like they really, if you're going to argue with it from a standpoint of, "Ah, I don't really have time. All you have to do is listen to them for a little while. And it's like their science will convince you, "Ah, I'm going to make the time because it has so many health benefits, both physical and mental health. And, you know, we've talked a lot about earthing, grounding, getting out in nature, biophilia, all the advantages of that gardening all those things have so much good that they do for your uh, physical and mental well-being. But yeah, they they definitely describe it very, very well and make you want to go ahead and get out. And and to your point, you know, you don't have to do two hours at a time. If you can, it's great. You know, I've been very intentional about taking my dogs out and being present with them. And that means not going outside and having my phone and checking my emails. It's like, okay, really taking this time to be out with them, watch what they're doing, watch what's going on around me. And I got to say, it does change you. It changes the way that you feel about the world around you. It really does. I 100% agree. And what better time to do it? Well, in Texas right now, it's like blazing hot. So maybe (laughs) 105 degrees here. (laughs) Don't do those two hours all at once or you'll die. (laughs) but nobody wants that. But yeah. And what, and you know, it's a great way to be able to spend time with friends, spend time with pets, do, you know, you can, there's several ways that you can make it just really a, an enjoyable, natural, beneficial experience for yourself. And that kind of transitions into our next episode, because I love to read outside. Paula, do you want to talk about our, your next favorite episode? Yeah. And, you know, part of this goes back to when I was a kid, I was a voracious reader. My mom was an English teacher. So she taught me to, she taught me to read at a very young age. So I was like chewing through books by the time I was like kindergarten, first grade. And so the library always had a summer reading program and I would always win because I read more books than anybody else. (laughs) I know. So, so my favorite episode that, that I want to talk about 
is the five great summer reads. And we did this back in season six. It, it was with Dr. Andrea Gigline, and she is one of the original recipients of the Masters of Applied Positive Psychology, very knowledgeable in the space. And what she chose to do is really go back to some of the fundamental foundational books of positive psychology, because her premise is that until we really understand where this thinking came from, there's a lot of practices that aren't going to mean as much to us. And so that's what she did. She looks at five of the great books that really set up the whole thinking of positive psychology and built the, the platform for all the practices that we are learning and doing now. I personally love to stay informed on the latest positive psychology research. And fortunately, Live Happy allows me to do so. But I do try to make a conscious effort to apply those findings into my lifestyle. Yeah. And this is an easy way to do it. And, you know, we tend to think of beach reads or, or, summer reads as being lighter. And yes, there is a great argument for that. But this is also really beneficial too, because uh, they're not all as dense and as sciencey as you might think. And it really is a great way to kind of reevaluate where you're at and be able to get in touch with some practices that you might have forgotten about. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And just going to throw this fun fact in here for our listeners, and maybe they already do this, but not everyone is as avid of a reader as you, Paula. <laughs> so <laughs> I recently started listening to audiobooks, whether I'm like cleaning the house or just hanging out by the pool or commuting to work. And what I thought was cool is most of these reads are on like Audible or just most audiobook platforms. So it's a great chance to brush up on your positive psychology research just through your headphones if you're not. Yeah, into it is a great reading. way to do it. Yeah, I love, I absolutely love using audiobooks because yeah. I tend to think when I'm in a car, it's like, ah, I could be doing something, you know, driving, I yeah. understand driving is something, but it's, it's like, I could be doing something else. And so listening to audiobook is a great way to learn while you're fighting road rage. Now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's some positive psychology research out there on road rage. I'm sure if not, we can do it. Um, <laughs> So, so we were going to originally talk about like our five episodes, but then we got to make a confession because you and I have this very shared interest and there's an episode that relates to that. And yeah. so it's kind of like our bonus. I don't know what we call it, our, our extra episode, but we really felt we couldn't let this, this episode go by without talking about celebrating our pets. And, and so again, we're going to go back to Brittany Derenbacher, who's really our resident pet expert. Mm -hmm. And she did a great job of breaking down the many ways that pets benefit us and how we can just celebrate them. So as a, a pet lover yourself, talk about what that meant to you in terms of like learning how to celebrate your pet. Yeah. So I, I just got to throw this in. I'm a crazy cat lady. I have four cats. We're oh, foster. that's not crazy yet. That's just a starter set. You Trust know. me, I want more. I want more, but my boyfriend said no. We're foster failures. But what I was going to say was about my four cats. Like they just, they, on tough days, they've brought so much comfort and like emotional support just by being there, like sitting on my lap and purring. It just, I, I can't explain it. It just gives me this greater sense of fulfillment and wholeness and all the things just because of these animals. I grew up with dogs, so I do love dogs and dogs, cats, birds, rabbits, love them all. But yeah, I just, there's something about an animal that, that calms you. At least that's how it is for me. 
Yeah. And Brittany does a really great job of talking about that, what it does for you when you have physical contact with them, what they do for you from an emotional and mental standpoint. I mean, she's a therapist as well. So she's not just, you know, making stuff up. She actually had like some great science behind what they do. You know, they're so helpful. I know nursing homes will sometimes use them for. Yeah. My aunt is in a hospice facility and they actually let people bring dogs and cats in to visit. And and that becomes like the talk of the facility for weeks because, you know, there were pets. really sweet. And they do that. That reminds me, they do that at university. They'll bring animals on campus and it it calms the students. Yeah. They did that in high school a few years ago and it was a hit. And now they do it every semester. I love that practice. I wish they'd had that when I was, I had to like sneak animals into my dorm. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So, well, this is cool. Well, I really do hope that people get some ideas to go back and listen to some of these episodes. There there are some great insights and some great ideas that I think we can all benefit from. And before we we let them all go, don't you have something going on in the store that that you can tell us about? They need to know that you are the keeper of the store. You're like the store master. (laughs) The store master. I'm going to have to make that my new title. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, we've got... A lot of great products at the Live Happy store. One of my favorites is our new, new-ish uh, Live Happy Now podcast tea. Would you say it's teal or more aqua? I'd say it's more aqua. Yeah, more aqua. It's it's aqua blue tie-dye. It's simple on the front. So it says Live Happy Now in like the left pocket. And then on the back, it says make every day a happy one. That's how Paula signs off every episode. And I thought um, I'd heard that before. Yeah, it sounds familiar, right? <laughs> And I will say every time I wear that shirt, someone compliments me. I think it has to do with the back of the shirt. It's super cute. But yeah, highly recommend. It's become like a summer staple. I wear it like at least once a week. The colors are super bright and fun. I will say it is 100% cotton. So if you do prefer a looser fit, size up. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of my favorite shirts. I can't brag on it enough. Well, you did a great job with it. I wear mine frequently. and. I love it as well. But well, Casey, thanks for sitting down with me today. It just like, you know, as we talked about it, it did make sense to kind of revisit some of the great insights that we've had through the years. And I appreciate you being able to dig into it with me and and share it. Anytime. I love doing it. That was Live Happy's Casey Johnson talking with me about our favorite episodes for summer and what we learned from them. If you'd like to explore any of these episodes, visit us at livehappy.com and click on the podcast tab to find links to all the episodes we discussed today. And of course, while you're there, remember to stop by the Live Happy store and pick up our perfect for summer Live Happy Now tie-dye t-shirt. That is all we have time for today. We'll meet you back here again next week for an all-new episode. And until then, this is Paula Phelps reminding you to make every day a happy one.